You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Bath. To find out more about us, visit our website at www.oasisbath.org. Hello, welcome to the latest of our Lessons from Lockdown podcasts. My name is Rob Tricky. I'm part of the leadership team at Oasis Bath, and I'd like to change tack slightly today and reflect on some questions from lockdown. An acquaintance of mine, let's call him John, is the pastor of a small church in another part of the country. It's his first church and he's been there about six months now. The congregation is mostly elderly and so facing significant challenges in the face of COVID-19. Part of John's response to the crisis is to publish daily written reflections. Since Easter, these have focused on three questions. Is COVID-19 a judgment from God? Are we living in the end times? And what does the Bible say about COVID-19? Well, I suspect that for some, perhaps many of us listening to this podcast, these are questions which have not even entered our heads. And if we were to consider them, we might answer fairly promptly along these lines. No, don't know probably not very much. For many of us, there may be far more pressing concerns. The safety of elderly relatives, children at home, even just trying to figure out how to use Zoom. Is COVID-19 a judgment from God? We may not be inclined to give this much headspace, but maybe it's worth pausing for a moment. This question about judgment is essentially a why question. Why is this happening? And if we're interested in identifying cause and effect, it's a very important question. One which scientists around the world are grappling with. Finding answers might help us to understand how to counteract the virus, as well as preventing similar outbreaks in the future. So why questions are fundamental to scientific inquiry. One of the reasons that Richard Dawkins gets so hot under the collar about religion is that he feels that it shuts off inquiry. It stops us asking those why questions because we think we know all the answers. Why questions can also be about trying to find meaning and purpose in events that happen. A softer version of the judgment question would be, why does God allow this to happen? Well, a simple answer would be that we live in a world where COVID-19 can and does happen. But I'm not sure how much that helps us in our search for meaning. Why questions are very natural responses to events and crises. And it's important that we express this need for meaning and purpose. But ultimately... The why questions don't often lead us anywhere useful. A better question to ask may be, where? Where is God in all of this? Again, you might think the answer is fairly obvious. He's with us in the midst of the fear, the confusion, the pain, in the boredom of furlough and isolation, in the relentless challenge of balancing work and childcare in our concern for friends and family members who are vulnerable. 
If Easter says nothing else to us, it surely says this, that God is with us. And not merely as a bystander, but entering into the depths of human experience. We may not always feel his presence, which is why it's so important that we keep telling the stories, that we actively remember and remind each other. This is the power and possibility of our regular gatherings as the people of God, remembering together and reminding each other. God is with us. Can we say more than that? We believe that God is active in his world. Can we see that in the present crisis? Well, it feels like we're skating on thin ice here, in danger of coming up with answers which are trite or simplistic, which maybe raise even more questions. But at the very least, it seems to me that we can be thankful for some things. We can be thankful, I think, that this pandemic didn't strike 50 years ago. Perhaps it wouldn't have spread so quickly with less global travel, but how well equipped would we have been to cope with it? Or even 10 years ago, as the world was still emerging from recession and communications technology and scientific understanding were less developed. We can be grateful that we've been able to learn from our experience of other outbreaks such as swine flu and SARS. We can be grateful for the paradoxical way in which our separation seems to have brought us together at a time when our nation seemed very divided. The current crisis has maybe brought out the worst in a few, but it seems to have brought out the very best in the vast majority. So many of the good news stories we're hearing reflect the values and character of the Kingdom of God. And even the sad stories, as people remember those that they've lost, reflect a very basic and deeply felt love and sense of connection, which is at the heart of everything. We can even be grateful for the weather. Although it's changed in the last couple of days, those weeks of almost unbroken sunshine have surely made it much easier to deal with lockdown. Where is God? He is present with us, present and active. Another question to consider is what? What is God saying to us? The current crisis has certainly raised some huge questions about the nature of society and how we should be governed. It's exposed our obsession with economic growth and the inability of the free market to help us in the face of such a crisis. It remains to be seen whether life will be very different once this is over, or indeed whether it will be over in the sense of returning to how things were. Perhaps there will be prophetic voices which emerge over the coming months and years to speak a word from the Lord to the nation. But what about us, you and me, our communities, our church? What is God saying to us? We're having to think about church differently, which is challenging and distressing in some ways, but also provides us with a great opportunity to rethink how we do church, what's important to us. And who knows, maybe Zoom will become another piece of church jargon. It's important that we seek to listen through all of this, 
What is God saying to us? For now and for the future. Sometimes it takes disruption of our normal routines for us to be able to hear God in new ways. What is God saying to you? One of the COVID-19 narratives is that we now have a lot more spare time on our hands. In some quarters, this simply means refocusing our drivenness and our need to achieve into learning a new language or reading War and Peace or mastering the guitar solo from Stairway to Heaven. I hope we have the sense to reject that pressure when it's unhelpful and to see this time as an opportunity for a more radical recalibration. But of course, even that can be distorted and create its own pressure. If your life isn't radically different as a result of COVID-19, then something is wrong. For most of us, I suspect the spare time thing is probably a myth. We're just busy in different ways. But I hope that in the midst of all the weirdness, there is some space to just be, and at least to ask the question, God, do you have anything to say to me? Perhaps all the disruption will open up new spaces for us, new channels of communication which don't involve sitting in front of a screen. Speaking personally, I'm hugely grateful for the place in which we now live and for opportunities to walk in the sunshine over and around the hills, to notice the trees, the birds, the sheer abundance of life, the hope of spring. I'm not sure I can crystallise any of that into a word from the Lord, but it feels important and significant. So what, what is God saying to you, to us? And finally, another question, one which is unanswerable and yet feels really important. When? When will this be over? Well, the honest answer, of course, is that nobody knows. There's plenty of speculation, ranging from wildly optimistic to bleak. How long, O oh Lord, is a recurring prayer in Scripture, a powerful cry from the heart in the midst of trying and painful circumstances? It's the language of loss and lament. It's a question that doesn't demand an answer so much as a hearing. Like the why question, it's an expression of deep feeling which needs to be articulated. Joe's reflection in one of the recent global gatherings was a very powerful reminder of the importance of lament, those expressions of loss and confusion which reflect an honest grappling with God. They are an expression of faith. It is because we believe that we ask why and when. So, four questions from lockdown. Why? Where? What? When? And if you want a who question to complete the set, or perhaps you're an activist and you want to know what you're supposed to do with all of this, here's a question to finish with. Who is God asking you to connect with today? You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Bath. To find out more about us, visit our website at www.oasisbath.org.